Welcome to Behind the Business Podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing episodes taking you behind the scenes of industry-leading creative small businesses. We'll talk about the real-life, messy behind-the-scenes process of what it takes to build a successful business. Hopefully, each episode helps you combat the perception of perfection within our industry. I hope each episode encourages you to keep showing up no matter how imperfectly so that you can make your own unique impact on this world. Grab a cup of coffee or wine and let's dive right in. Cheers. Hey guys, I have one of my really, really good friends, Gentile, here um, to chat with us today. Gentile, can you introduce yourself real quick? Yes. So um, I'm Gentile. I am a wedding and branding photographer, mainly branding now though. Um, and I'm based in Richmond, Virginia. Um, tell everyone a little bit about how you got started with photography in general. Yeah, um, I've always loved photography since I was little. So it was just kind of this thing that naturally happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I just always had a camera, whether I was like stealing my parents' cameras or eventually I think I got like a DSLR camera for Christmas. And that was kind of what started me kind of moving towards business. Um, and then I started my business when I was in college. Most people don't know this, but I started it because I wanted to apply to business school. And I was like, well, if I have a business, they have to let me into business school. Didn't know um, that. <laughs> yeah. But I ended up never actually applying because I just wanted to major in something else by the time the applications came around, but mm-hmm. I kept the business around. So that's kind of how that got started. And I started as an intern for a wedding photographer. And so that's kind of how I started with wedding photography. Yeah. And how many years has it been? You've been in business for like a really long time, right? Yeah. October was my seventh year, which feels crazy to say. That's so crazy because I am not hitting four until January. And I, so backstory, like I met Chantel because of our mutual love of photography, but I met her in college during my third year. And that was before I even like started my business. So like you've been around like throughout my entire journey, but that's so crazy to me because you started when you first started in college. And so it's like wild because we like boxer memo back and forth every single day. So it's like hard to think of a time where like I didn't talk to you every single day about photography stuff, Ah. but it was definitely was a time. Um, But how did you decide to kind of make the pivot into branding photography I know you mentioned that like kind of right at the beginning when you were introducing yourself as that's what you're focusing on now yeah um so I feel like a lot of things in my business just kind of happened like they were things Mm -hmm. that I loved and it's like wait maybe I should turn this into something um so Mm -hmm. back in 2017 when I was still just fully focused on weddings um I had a friend who did calligraphy for weddings and she asked me to just take some headshots for her Mm -hmm. um and they turned into kind of like styled headshots with um some of her work and I just had a lot of fun with it so just moving forward I was like wait maybe I will like try to turn this into something and Mm -hmm. it just kind of turned it just kind of happened like with some other creatives wedding creatives asking me to take headshots for them and then they would become more so I'm calling them styled headshots because at the time I did not realize brand photography was a thing thing. yeah (laughs) um so then finally in 2019 I said I'm just gonna do it and see what happens um and I'll say that I kind of was still really focused on weddings at the time and then pandemic rolled around. And so I was kind of figuring out ways to pivot in my business and brand photography was right there and I was having a lot of fun with it. So I just decided to kind of focus on that. And now I don't want to stop. Yeah, I know. It's been cool to see like the evolution of when you like kind of were just dabbling in it. And then when you were like, I'm actually really going to like focus on this and try to make this 
my main thing. And it's been super like inspirational to me just watching you go through the whole process because for a really long time, I like saw you doing brand photography and I was like, uh, like, I don't know if I want to do that. Like that's Chantel's thing. And then after a really long time, I like decided to start focusing in on it as well. And it's been really cool because you're like, yes, like please talk about all the like branding photography related things with me as well. Um, so I wanted to ask you, what is one thing that you think every single creative should know about branding in general or brand photography specifically? That's a good question. I feel like I, when people like ask me things about branding, I always try to take it back to the photography side of things because branding <laughs> is so big. I'm like, yeah. there's a lot about branding that I probably can't give you great advice on, but mm -hmm. probably the photo side. Um, I think some people don't realize the importance of really having a strategy with their brand photography. Like, yeah, having great headshots is wonderful, but really having shots that can show people like what you're doing in your business is just really important for your website, social media. Um, I actually have a realtor that this is kind of random, but I saw her photo on Facebook this morning and we did a really fun shot during her session where she's like walking into um, the house as if she was about to do a showing. And she used that as one of her like um, announcement photos today, which isn't how I thought she would use it. But I was like, wait, that's mm -hmm. so much more fun than you just posting a simple headshot of yourself. So I think that if people realize that you can do a lot with brand photography and you can really make it fun and make it personal to your brand, um, something really important to remember. Yeah. And I've found this to be true. And I think it's really funny because like as a photographer, I'd had headshots like swapped with other photographers kind of here and there for a ton of different years. But like, I, as soon as I did like a full branding session, I was like, wow, it is so much easier to pull like images that kind of match like the marketing and like the messaging that I'm trying to convey. And it's like, that is so much more powerful than just like a random headshot of me from like two years ago, like sitting somewhere and just smiling at the camera. Like it's just way more intentional and purposeful. So I really love that. And I like that like brand photography is becoming more of like a solidified thing within the industry because you started before it was even called branding photography um but I wanted to take things like a little bit more behind the scenes of JVP what is one thing that you're working on behind the scenes that people might not know about from social media behind your business I feel like, so you know this, but I am not big on social media. So there's probably a yeah. lot of people don't know. Um, yeah. But something that I'm really excited about is I am starting to move into product photography a little bit, mm -hmm. um, which kind of feels like just kind of the next step from brand photography, because some of my clients um, do need product photos. So I've kind of been working on them, but I'm really excited to kind of build that side of the business and also just learn so much about how product photography works. There's a lot, mm -hmm. there's a lot mm -hmm. in like Photoshop and stuff that I'm just really excited to learn about, but that's probably the biggest thing that I'm most excited about that most people don't know. Yeah. I love that. Um, this is like not a planned question, but I'm just going to run with it. Um, what is it like learning like a new style of photography as an established photographer? Like, is there something that you rely on when you are like, pivoting into a new type of photography so like brand photography or like product specifically like what is your best way of like 
learning and getting good really quickly? That's a great question. Cause I think I haven't thought about it, but mm-hmm. now that I am thinking about it, I think even when I, going back to when I was learning weddings, I always mm-hmm. would just like study photos. Um, and I think I've told you like, there's a few product photographers where I'm like, their work is so amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to like, look at it, kind of look at the backdrops they use and the different lighting. Um, so I think just like studying the work of people that I admire was helpful with weddings, branding, and it's helpful now with products. And so in a way that along with education, like whether it's investing time or money into it is probably what I found to be the most helpful and to get good quickly, just because I think practice is great, but if mm-hmm. you can practice with actual tools from that you've gotten from educators or just mm-hmm. a, who are a few years ahead of you, I think that's really helpful. Yeah, I can actually echo with that, echo that sentiment, I guess, just because when I started photography, I started in high school and I took pictures for years and years without, and like would look up to other photographers, but was missing kind of like the educational component of like, I could see what people were doing and I was trying to emulate that, but I didn't understand how they were getting the photos that they were getting. Like, I didn't realize that like a really big gap was like, my lighting was okay, but my editing was like a little off. And there was like, it it was just so wild to see like the transformation that happened when I actually took like a course. And it was like a combination of like one practicing a lot, but also like really studying photos and like diving deep into the education to figure out like how to make that transformation. So that's pretty interesting. I love that you mentioned that. Um, and I wanted to ask you, what does your day-to-day or week-to-week kind of look like behind the scenes? Yeah, that's a fun question. Um, because a lot of people don't know that I actually work a full-time job now outside of photography, um, Mm -hmm. which is a more recent thing. So in the past, my day-to-day was a lot more flexible, which is, I think, one of the most fun parts about being Mm self-employed. Um, but now I have very focused work time. It tends to be in the evenings or I have Fridays off from my full-time job. So I'll do a lot of work on Fridays and weekends, which is okay with me because I've just decided that this is the season that I'm in. So that works. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that the biggest thing for me is having specific days to do certain work. So I don't necessarily do marketing on Tuesdays or anything like that, but at the beginning of the week, I'll kind of figure out what needs to be done and plan accordingly, Mm -hmm. just because I have a short amount of time to be doing work. So I want to make sure it's very focused on, you know, the most important tasks. I can remember when I first started my business, I would boxer Jontel like every single Monday because I was so overwhelmed with everything that I had to do. And it took me a really long time. I'm like the opposite in which I do actually slot specific tasks for specific days because my brain is just like, goes down a rabbit hole and I would get super overwhelmed on Mondays. And that's kind of what that was like, like brought out of, but I really wished when I had first started my business, I had set those, like, these are the specific days or like specific hours. I'm going to work on my business outside of my full-time job because it very quickly, like took over all of my free time. Um, and I wish I had been a little bit more disciplined and a little bit more organized when I had first started, because that would have been really, really helpful. But um, I love that you shared just like a little bit above about like what your week used to be like versus like is now with balancing both of them. Um, and I think you do a really good job of balancing both. And it's like, it's really interesting, like seeing you make that transition too. Um, but yeah, and I wanted to go back to the whole idea of, I know you don't use social media as one of your main like 
areas of time and energy. So do you have advice for photographers that are maybe looking to grow their business, but are not exactly looking to do that through social media? I love this question. <laughs> um, I know you do. <laughs> no, that for many years, social media was just something that I just hated. And it was always just a stress point for me, a pain point. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that my advice would be don't be afraid to explore other avenues, but also if you're going to do that, it's really important to make sure you have stats or analytics that can kind of back that up. So for me, SEO is a big part of how um, I reach my branding clients. And it wasn't intentional at first. I just happened to block (laughs) branding sessions because I was trying to just show people that I did branding. And Mm -hmm. it just kind of worked out that the SEO became really strong over time. And once I started noticing that, I then was strategic about it and Mm -hmm. made sure I was looking at the different stats and looking at what blog posts people were um, clicking on and from where. And sorry, I'm getting like into the little things, but details. That's fine. Um, but I think that, you know, maybe word of mouth can be really strong for someone if they know how to do it well, if they're in different spaces. I have a friend who's also a brand photographer and she does work at a co-working space. I think I told you about her. And so a lot of her business comes from word of mouth from all the different people that work in her co-working spot. So that's probably not something that she thought would be a big source for her in the beginning. And Mm -hmm. then you kind of just, you explore it and see how it goes and, go with it. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I think my biggest advice would be if you are going to try something outside of social media, like don't be afraid. I know that for the longest time, I just thought that if I wasn't posting on Instagram, my business would fail. Um, It hasn't. (laughs) And I haven't posted since July and it's December. Has it really been that long? I didn't even realize. Yeah. I mean, I post stories. stories. That's it. I have not. Yeah. I did not realize that because I see your stories pop up and like it's either like live things or like a recent shoot and stuff like that but I didn't even realize that you hadn't posted to your feed in that long so like you can you can definitely have your business survive without posting to social and I think I mean when I was first starting out I felt the exact same way it was like if I don't post to social media like I'm not going to gain any business and it's so funny because like over the years one of my like top two referral sources has it's never been social media. It's been personal referrals and client referrals. So like word of mouth, essentially, even though I've like poured so much time and energy into like social media, it is like probably the top, one of the like top five things, but over time consistently, it's actually been word of mouth. And so I love that you're saying like, it's okay to like, you know, branch out, try something different and like not be so scared to like not use that as like your primary avenue because I think there's a lot of pressure sometimes whether that's like internal or like external on using social media for your business um and so I mean that's something that I still like struggle with I recently like switched over to just like using a personal personal account versus a business one and it's already made me feel like five times better um and so it's okay. Like whichever way you want to run your business. I think there's so many different ways of being successful. So I love that. And so last question that kind of goes along with this that I wanted to ask you is what advice would you give yourself when you were starting seven years ago? I wrote five years ago and I realized that like you've actually been in business for seven. So seven years ago. So like Dantel, when you were first starting out with photography as a business. 
Um, that's so crazy. Cause like I was in college at that time. So I feel like I was so young and there was so much I didn't know. I would probably tell myself to not be afraid to do things. Um, I think everything in my business that I was afraid to do, whether it was raising my wedding pricing or even like mm -hmm. launching brand photography, I could have done it in 2018, but I was like, I don't, I don't know if people want this. <laughs> um, but everything that I was afraid to do ended up working out really well. And I think that a lot of times my regret was my regret was not doing it sooner. Um, so that would be my advice to myself. Don't be afraid, just do it. And don't be afraid to pivot either. I think that's probably another thing, which I think is really exciting as a small business owner is just knowing that you can make your business your own. Um, and I think that when I was a baby business owner, when I was young, seven years ago, I was looking at everyone on Instagram and trying to like be like them and make like my them. business like theirs. And mm -hmm. I think that now it's so nice to know that my business is my own and I can work a full-time job and not feel like I need to be a full-time business owner okay. unless I want to be. Um, mm -hmm. and so, yeah, my advice would be just don't be afraid and don't be afraid to pivot, make your business your own. I love that. All right. Last thing is where can people find you online and just keep up with the things that you're doing in your business and life? Yeah. Um, so I have an Instagram and I do post <laughs> to my stories, but pretty much only stories. So I'm at John Tell Vanessa and then I blog almost weekly. So if you ever want to see all the fun brand shoots that I'm doing, mm -hmm. um, JohnTellVanessa.com is where my blog is. And yeah, so you can keep up with me. Well, thanks for coming on. I'm so excited that I got to chat with you in like in this capacity because usually our we have like very rambly box of conversations back and forth. But I love this conversation. I think you had like a really, really like helpful and just like inspirational things to say for especially photographers who are starting out. So I just want to thank you for coming on. If you love this episode, be sure to check out my free masterclass for photographers to help you book out your wedding photography business this upcoming year. I chat through three key tips that you can start implementing today to confidently raise your prices and book those dreamy clients. You can sign up at manaliphotography.com slash class. C-L-A-S-S. -S. I'll see you inside.